Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Whoa! Tonight's going to work a little differently tonight, ladies. We are recording a live podcast. But first, we're going to get out of our head and into our bodies. That's right. That's right. Woo! Out of your head. Into your body. Welcome, everyone, to August's Climax. I'm so excited to see you all. We all get together once a month for an hour to reconnect to our pleasure and maintain our pleasure positive life. So today, I'm super turned on because not only do we have a very special friend of Sugars, who's a pelvic floor expert, we have our whole Climax community live with us. So these are some of my favorite episodes, Mad, because not only did, can we like shamelessly plug our amazing community and coaching program to our listeners of our podcast, our Clitorati, but people from all around the globe get to be a fly on the wall and listen how the graduates of our community coaching program maintain their own personal pleasure positive life, right? Pretty awesome. I need to catch my breath while I'm dancing. So this is where we come together to recharge our pleasure. So we invite all of you listening and all of you here, especially, to listen for what's available to you. And you know, if we've picked your interest, you can get started by clicking the links in our show notes. So without further ado, back to class. Back to class. Here we are. Let's get our special guest today because she is here to demystify societal beliefs about our bodies that impact our health. So we will be leaving this classroom healthier. She's going to teach us how to have a healthy pelvic floor with strong orgasms. And she has a free gift for all of us and all of you listening. So please welcome Courtney Vierden. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, it's so good to have you here, Courtney. I am so grateful that you came back into our field so heavily and reached out a couple weeks ago with the launch of your pelvic floor app. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And you've been on it, I know. It's so good. I was like, you must come, come to our members meeting. Oh, I'm so excited. And I have also had the privilege of working with you in person a couple of years ago, fell in love with your energy. Thank you. Same. Shout out to my mom for always bringing amazing goddesses into my life. This is this is a Sugar's mom referral. I, when I first met you, I, my mom was like, you and Courtney just need to be friends. Right. So, she told me that too. And when we met, we were instant friends. Yeah. It's so, it's so amazing to finally have you on the show and be here with us today. And it's been a couple of years since we've really talked about pelvic floor health on our show. And, you know, there's such a theme right now going on on social media, you can even see it of people really waking up to how out of touch with our bodies we are. 
Yeah. And the desire coming online for a, a lot of people in more in a more mainstream consciousness to that the importance of being in touch with our bodies. And we specifically talk about getting in touch with our our genitals and our vulvas, or as we really like to say, our pussies, but social media has a problem with that. <clears throat> so we've gotten, we've gotten a little too PC in our vernacular, but I just want to, you know, bring, bring forward and presence everybody to the opportunity of tuning into our bodies from the context of pelvic floor. Like it literally is the physical practice that puts us directly in connection to our sacral chakra, which we talk all about ways to connect, how to breathe into her. So I think this is going to be a really special, juicy episode for all of our private members that are here with us live for the episode and for all of you, Clitorati, who are listening around the world. Yeah, I'm so excited. So I know we talked about first maybe doing just kind of something to relax and like an exercise to see if we can even feel our pelvic floor because there's so many women who actually are just so disconnected from the pelvic floor. Uh, so I was thinking, is that fine? Yes, please okay. drop so us right wherever, in. This is wherever you are. Ideally, my favorite place for people to do this is actually on a stability ball. It really helps the visualization, because I'm huge on visualization, which when you're having sex too, that's so important, right? And to be present in the moment. So you can either close your eyes, have your eyes open. And I just want you to breathe in really deep, like a diaphragmatic breath that really expands the rib cage. And when you breathe in, the diaphragm gently pushes down and expands and lowers the pelvic floor. So that's all the muscles that surround the vagina. Okay. So when you breathe in deep, See if you can feel it kind of stretch and drop. And then as you exhale, are you able to feel it like lift up gently inside your body? So when we breathe in, breathe in really slowly. Think about the rib cage expanding, the diaphragm expanding, that pelvic floor really stretches and drops and lengthens and relaxes. And then when you exhale, it gently contracts and lifts up. So since we have some people on live, I would love to see, did anyone feel any sensations or movement within the pelvic floor with breathing? Yeah? We have some head nods. I have some head nods, some maybe not completely fine if you weren't feeling it. A lot of people don't feel it at first. My favorite is sitting on a a stability ball because it really helps kind of almost have a point of contact for the pelvic floor. Cause when we sit down in a chair, it's actually not good for our pelvic floor. It can make it really tight. So it can be even harder when we're sitting on a chair. So I would encourage everyone, the diaphragmatic breathing to practice that. But now that we're trying to connect to the pelvic floor, some of my favorite exercises are just pelvic tilts. Again, I love them on a stability ball because you're getting a full range of motion. Um, and the pelvic floor connects from sits bone to sits bone. So those are like that perfect here to here, right? Where you sit. And then at the front, at the pubic bone and the back at the tailbone. So our pelvic floor is so magical. It's able to like lengthen and rebound front to back. So like tailbone and sits bone, um, sorry, tailbone and pubic bone, side to side, sits bone to sits bone. And also it's fan shaped. So think of like a vaginal birth or orgasm. It's able to really stretch, right? And then contract. So let's all sit up again. If you are on a stability ball, it's the easiest, but sit in your chair, sit up really tall and try to keep your sternum lifted to your chest. And you're going to tilt your pubic bone towards the spine without falling forward here. 
When you do that, the pelvic floor naturally kind of contracts and that rear portion of the pelvic floor and the lower back really relax. And then we're going to let it go. And the pubic bone now goes towards the chair. So the front portion lengthens and the rear portion contracts. I just want you to do a forward pelvic tilt and back. You can do it with your eyes closed if you want. Picture almost like a slingshot with the pelvic floor, right? You're going to lengthen and rebound. We're never making it loose. We're just lengthening and shortening it. So it's like eccentric and concentric contraction. So when you really bring that pubic bone to the spine, that's where most people have issues. Did anyone feel like tight and restricted or that it was hard to do pelvic tilts or was it just easy breezy? Kind of, right? It's, it's different. You can also combine and do a circle. So do pubic bone to the spine. So a front pelvic tilt. Then we're going to go to sits bone, pubic bone towards the chair or ball, ideally other sits bone back to the front pubic bone towards the spine and then reverse it. So I want you, instead of thinking about your hips doing it, picture your 14 muscles in the pelvic floor. So picture those muscles really initiating that movement. So it's stretching that fan shaped and you can reverse directions. So the issue so many women have, sometimes the pelvic floor is just really low tone and untoned without enough tension throughout, but most common women are either too tight or a combination of low and high tone. So those are just two very basic exercises from my programs. I do them on a ball because the feedback you get from a ball, your, your body and your tissue respond to it. And it's so different on a ball versus a chair or on a mat. Um, and the fascia and the muscles of the pelvic floor are really responsive. But those are like two things you can do, even sitting in the car, if your tailbone is tight or you're going to be having sex or anything, you want to think about actually relaxing. Everyone's thinking, let's tighten up, but you want the pelvic floor to actually be able to relax because tight is very dysfunctional. Did anybody feel sugar? Do you feel your pelvic floor when you do any of those? Yeah, I could feel, I could feel her. It, it, it reminded me of when I'm, okay, this just feels so graphic for what we're doing right now, <laughs> but this is what I'm present to. <laughs> um, Everyone's bracing themselves. Okay. I, I'm it. bracing myself. I'm like, okay. what is it? Okay. So when I'm having penetrative sex and I'm on top, I do this thing and I think it's this. It is. Or I imagine that my pussy is like juicing the cock a little. Savannah's face. Savannah, you're cracking up right now. Come off me. I do that too. Okay. But that's funny because I actually have an article. It so makes sense. I wrote an article about the best position for women to have internal orgasms. And it is women on top, facing forward or cowgirl. Doesn't matter. But doing, and honestly, I've been able to have so many in a row this way. It's insane. Especially once you're able to feel the pelvic floor and the nerve pathways are open, either that front to back or those circular motions. And you have to go with what feels good to you, not what you think your partner wants. That super fast probably isn't the best for us, but exactly what you're saying, sugar is like amazing for orgasmic potential. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm aware. You hit all the right <laughs> so spots and it is amazing. So I'm curious from our, our, our community of all of our VIP members here, 
did anybody not feel it or, or were you, what were you, if you weren't, what was coming up for you or how, what was your experience of that? I felt it whenever I was doing the deep breathing exercises, um, the moving around, it was kind of, I, I'll have to practice that, but yeah, I felt it. It was, it was nice. The more you practice, the more you feel it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's like a muscle. Like when we work out and, you know, we want to get work on our abs we have to you probably do ab exercises three to four times a week consistently to notice. And I understand that the pelvic floor is a muscle just like our abs are. And to strengthen that muscle over time means that we get to develop that muscle. And there are certain workouts and there's certain workouts that uh, that Courtney has in her brand new app, which is called the iCore method, um, which everyone is getting one month free for being a member of Pleasure Positive Living, all of our listeners. So we're going we're gonna to give you the code for that later. And it's also going to be in our show notes for this. With just so many different types of pelvic floor exercises. And Courtney, I would just love if you could just share a little bit about the importance of different types of pelvic floor work. Like we just got to experience something together as a community here. Um, but what the opportunity is beyond this seems like the basics. Very basic. Yeah. I really, I'm so glad you asked that. There's a lot of different ways. You know, so many people think kegels, right? I have so many people, I'm not doing my kegels and I should be. And I actually don't love kegels. It's not appropriate for most women. Um, there's some women it can be appropriate for. It's like a, everyone knows what kegels are, right? Those like tightening, like almost like you're stopping the flow of urine. Um, it's like a concentric contraction. And if someone's completely low tone throughout the pelvic floor, they can be appropriate. But when you have enough tone or you have an imbalance and portions are actually too tight, which is like a hypertonic pelvic floor or just completely over tight, right? That hypertonic pelvic floor, the combination, they can make symptoms worse um, or make new symptoms. And that's like painful intercourse, trouble orgasming. And we'll kind of go into why as well. Um, but so people do kegels, but there's far better ways to work out your pelvic floor. And that way, no matter what the problem is, if you have a problem, you might even be unaware that it's pelvic floor related. You're going to really strengthen the pelvic floor to get appropriate tone because we want it strong, toned, responsive. So you want to train the pelvic floor through all ranges of motion. It's three layers. It's very dynamic. And you want to do eccentric and concentric contractions. So that like lengthening and rebounding, because if you think of like a bicep curl and all you did was the curl portion and never the lengthening eccentric becomes way too tight. Same with our pelvic floor. You're kegling, kegling, kegling. It's just getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Um, so that's where I love with my programs, not only are all the exercises eccentric and concentric. I use the ball to help really do different planes of motion. We go into a lot of different positions and, you know, I've, I modified it with COVID for people who didn't have a ball, but it's just subpar compared to using a ball. When you do it, you also are having a lot of instability um, and you're having to really use like the deep abdominals and it just makes you so much more stable and much more in tune with your body. It's harder to not focus on yourself you know, when you have to stabilize and think. So it's just, you want to train it in all planes of motion because it's like the base of 
It's the foundation of our body. So it's a foundation and base of the core. So if you built a house, no one's going to build a house on a you know, unstable foundation. But so many people like Sugar was saying abs, right? You're going to do a lot of abs, but how's the function of your pelvic floor? Because it's actually like the base and the center of our movement and our root chakra and its health is like vital to how, you know, our organs, pelvic organs function, how enjoyable sex is, and just how we move and feel throughout the day, let alone our confidence. Yeah. And these are like, these are like workouts. I remember when I came to do a session with you, I don't even know what I got myself into. I was like, I was on the ball. I was upside down. I was like, in like, it was so empowering though. I remember leaving, feeling like on top of the world. And that's what I also appreciate about this is it's, it is a, it is a way to integrate into your fitness life. Like if you exercise in the morning or you exercise after work, in terms of building the habit of, of, of remembering to, to do pelvic floor exercises, this can be part of your movement routine. Yeah. Like you could start your workout with some pelvic floor foundational movements to actually ground your body from that central plane of movement and probably be more connected to the other, the ways that you move your body from there. I love what you said about it's the foundation. I like had this visual. I'm like, it's literally like cupping us. It's like, yeah, our, 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 it's holding us in the center underneath all of our chakras, just like there. She's just right there. And she's a fan and she's literally holding us. And so probably one of the most high energy points in the body. So of course it makes so much sense to me why I felt so invigorated doing your pelvic floor workouts, because I I'm a fitness person. I love exercising. I love working out. And a lot of our members here also like to exercise or dance and have movement routine. And it makes so much sense why I like it so much. Cause I feel like really connected to my turn on energy. Yeah. Yeah. And the pelvic floor workouts, it's a full body workout. It's like, I have not done sit-ups and crunches in over 20 years, but people like normally like, that's not possible. I mean, pelvic floor is like the foundation of what I do. I will never stop doing it because I was able to fix all my issues post-children because childbirth was so hard on my body. But then, you know, the confidence it gave me, the posture, um, the improvement and enjoyment in sex life and orgasms. I mean, I just feel like I don't know anyone who says sex is too good, right? Even if it's mind-blowing, I I don't know. I don't think it can get too good, right? So I'm like, I'm never stopping this. And it's just for your whole posture. And like you said, it's a full-body workout and helps you know, other movement patterns. So I always look at fitness as being a good mover, not really how we look. A lot of people focus on like how you look aesthetically, but to me, being fit is like being a good mover, right? Physically fit. You're a good mover. Hopefully you have a good anti-inflammatory diet, but if you move like crap, you're going to fall apart. I don't want to be, you know, I'm turning 45 on Monday and I feel great, you know, and I want to feel great when I'm 55 and 65 and I know it's possible and I don't have to feel like this and I can feel empowered. And besides fixing issues with pelvic floor or improvements in sex, I have to say my favorite thing about all of the programming I have is a confidence that it gives women, you know, this inner confidence that you just don't get elsewhere. You get so connected with your power you know, and especially some women have had trauma and it's a way to just reconnect with yourself. And it's what makes us a woman. It's such a beautiful thing. 
you know, and we don't talk about it. And some people don't make it a priority, but like, I love being a woman, you know, and and I want to own that. I want women to own it and their power. And so I love that too. Mm. We love that. We're all about that. I love it. Courtney, I love you so much. You're you're so so magnetic and like your love is contagious. To be reconnected. I think that this has been an energetically intense time for people these last couple of months. This hasn't been the most fun summer for a lot of folks. Yeah. We really get that here. You know, me, Katie, and Lindsay all are very different from each other, live very independent lives and run this business together. And I think have all really felt that and tuned into our communities and extended communities and really seen a place where people have been disconnected from their power. Whatever's going on cosmically right now, we just like, with this crazy lion's gate that we had and, and cosmically, we don't get too into that conversation here because none of us are astrologers, but we're connected and we feel it. And I think that just knowing that our body's going to go through shifts and sometimes we're going to have the right tools and we're going to be like, oh yeah, these are my tools right now. And then a new season's going to come. And guess what? Those tools we used last season, they're not working anymore. They're not empowering us the same way. So it's not doing the thing, right? And so in this new season, of connecting even deeper to ourselves, to birth our heart's desires even more so, and to have that be effortless and easeful and bring us the fulfillment, looking at our toolbox and seeing what tools right now support me best in this moment. Yeah, what you said resonated with me so much because I I want every woman to feel empowered, right? When we have the right tools and it, it doesn't have to be hard, right? Taking care of ourselves isn't spending an hour at the gym or having this perfect diet where I never eat sugar or I don't do those things. It doesn't have to be so extreme. But I really find when you have the right tools, it's so much easier. And then you start feeling better. Even if you think you feel good, you're like, wow, I feel so much better with like, 15, 20 minutes a day about me to take care of me. And I show up better as a partner, a friend, a business owner, a parent, like whatever that is, it's just so important. And then so many women are living with a lot of dysfunction from the pelvic floor. Like they say one in three women do, but honestly, when I talk to people, I think it's so much higher. People are so embarrassed to talk about the pelvic floor because we live and grew up, I grew up like my mom never talked to me about this stuff, right? Like you don't talk about sex. You don't talk it. There's no talk of pelvic floor. So you grow up like not talking about it. And so if you have a problem or sexual dysfunction or bladder leakage, back pain, you're maybe not telling people about it. Um, So I think it's really great to be on here talking about this because it's, it's just a part of life, right? And it is just a body part. It's an amazing body part, uh, but it is like a body part like anything else. And it's just, it's like vital to like a woman's health. I feel like seeing head nods from our, our VIP members. Yeah. Danielle, did you want to share your experience from earlier in this interview about when you did the exercise that we did, the diaphragmatic breathing? I see you nodding over here. You're like, this is, this is, is anything you want to share? We would love to hear your thoughts. And I love this this topic. It's so good and it's so good to learn um, different ways of controlling the pelvic floor. Um, Courtney, you're speaking to the converted. I think this is so important. Um, I'm a fitness instructor and I think it's so integral for women, especially post-childbirth, to have this managed 
and then going on into older age, like I've got so many people, women around me who have so many awful incontinence problems oh. that could be so easily avoided. And I'm sure you've got it in the States, but in Australia there are so many ads for like those pads for continent pads and women in their 50s. And I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be like this. But we there's not enough information and enough awareness around it, which I find so sad. So I think anything that we can do to promote this is awesome. I love that, Danielle. And you're so right in the United States too. That's 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 the state of what it is here with women. And you know, there are some countries like France and things that after childbirth, it's a standard of care to have pelvic floor therapy. And here in the United States, when you go, they typically are checks like checking you, did your stitches heal? If you had stitches, basically are you good to have sex, right? They're not checking you for diastasis recti, which is the separated abdominals, which affects the pelvic floor and your whole core function. And they're not asking, you know, do you have bladder leakage, back pain, um, prolapse, do you have pressure, are you constipated? You know, there's, do you have pelvic pain? And there's so many issues that women just live with. And like you said, there's the ads for pads and incontinence products and some women do end up needing those and maybe pelvic floor therapy doesn't work. It doesn't work for a hundred percent of people to resolve a hundred percent of things, but for most women, it's going to work. And not only will you do symptoms, you'll eliminate that them. And then for other women, you're at least say you even need surgery eventually, right? Most women end up not needing surgery for these things like the bladder slings. And then they have scar tissue. They're still peeing their pants and they have more issues. So I always believe in going the most holistic route first Let's give our body the right tools and exercises and fascial work to really help restore proper tone and tension throughout the muscles and the fascia and help open nerve pathways. Even if you've been consistent with time and you're not seeing an improvement, absolutely go look for the next thing. But first, give your body opportunity to heal because all of those things are band-aid approaches. It's a sign of dysfunction and it really impacts everything in your body. So I mean, I can't believe how many women I know who are just fine wearing pads and they're like peeing and they're like, oh, that's just the way it is. I'm like, that's, that's not, it's common, but not normal. Our bodies are not designed to leak urine or I've had people leak feces, you know, and there's actually millions of women who do that, but no one talks about it because who wants to talk about pooping their pants. Um, and then all of it does also affect the pelvic floor and sex. And it's such an important topic, not just in terms of enjoyment, which hello, I mean, that's, you know, you want enjoyment, but if you're having like painful intercourse or trouble orgasming, and then men have problems like with premature ejaculation and erectile dysfunction, that can completely impact your self-esteem, your relationship. And it's just like a vital thing to take care of. So Danielle, I think that's so awesome that you're like aware that it's such an important topic for women and like an essential place to actually train for all women. And not just women who've had kids either, but all women as they get over. I think the statistics for women over 45 is just universal. It's not just, I mean, obviously childbirth puts a lot of, and, and growing a baby puts a lot of pressure on the pelvic floor, but it's everyone. And I'm starting to hear it from my girlfriends as well who haven't had kids. And I'm like, yeah. Yes, it is. Childbirth is like the number one risk factor. Uh, but yeah, you can, it could be age, right? Our tissues get less responsive. The fascia gets a little more dry and brittle. There's like atrophy. So the, the bladder leakage as you get older is really common. But, you know, I have a 15 year old girl seeing me right now. So it's not even just like 
adult women, there's like adolescent girls who have a lot that have pelvic floor dysfunction. Often it's more of like a tight and rigid pelvic floor. She's a dancer and she has so much pain. She was having to skip school. She was going to a PT for six months before she saw me. And after one time, she felt so much better than she had after six months with the PT. So there's amazing PTs out there, but there's a lot who are also not doing appropriate treatments or telling someone to do Kegels. Um, or, or something they're uncomfortable with when there are solutions out there that really work for most women. Mm. Thank you, Courtney. Yeah. Mm. Anyone so, else have any questions for Courtney? This is our opportunity with our special guest for the month. Is there anything you want to share about the exercises? Question. I was just wondering how many times a week would you recommend doing this for it to, I guess, make a difference? Yeah, that's a great question. It's really, I've had people do four of my workouts and never pee their pants again. And then I have people who it takes them three or four months to really see like a significant improvement. So some of it's going to be age, how responsive our tissue is, how much internal inflammation do we have underlying you know, pre-existing conditions we might not even know about. Typically, like with the app and the programs, they're like the restore like 15 to 17 minutes. So it's like, ideally, you do it five to seven days a week at first. Then if you were having symptoms, you can pull it back a little as like they improve and realize, oh, I might just need to do it twice a week to maintain. Or I might need it five days a week because I sit a ton, you know, which is horrible for our pelvic floor. Um, and, or I just... I'm doing poor movement patterns or my body just needs it, you know? So it's so individualized, but it's such a great question. I feel we get so out of listening to our bodies. You know, we live in the society that I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel sad. I don't want to feel hurt. I had trauma. I don't want to feel that anymore. But when you really listen to what your body's telling you, it's so powerful, right? So I feel like I like people to listen to their bodies. That's why I don't even love giving a specific number of reps you do it with as perfect form as you can. And when you can't maintain that, you move on. Or if you do a lot with it, let's advance it a little bit further and then put more of a load or increase speed. So I know Kendra is probably not the answer you're looking for, but... No, that's helpful. Okay. Yeah. And as we age, we're probably going to need it more. I'll be honest, like I'm said I'm 45 pretty much. And you know, I have friends who are you know, in their late twenties, all the way to like sixties and 45, 50 after 40, almost every woman I know is peeing their pants. You know, it's like, I hear the statistics say one third, but when people, I think because of what I do, obviously they really open up to me. They're not telling their doctor they're doing it. They're just living with it because they think it's normal or who cares? I'll just won't go jump on the trampoline with my kids, or I just won't go run. Um, and so people are living with those. But I just think, you know, once you help eliminate issues, or even if you don't have issues, you just really restore better pelvic floor health. It's so profound the change in how you feel and your confidence and how you move throughout the day that it's so infectious that you want to feel like that. Like you don't want that to go away and go back to feeling how you were before. Does anybody else have questions? 
I have a quick question for Kendra. When you did the exercise, uh, when we did it all together earlier in the episode, what was your sensation then? Were you able to feel her? I was. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. I love how action oriented that you are. You're like, when you're into it, you're like, cool. So how many times a week am I doing this? <laughs> like it's already accounted for, like you're managing for it. And also you're deeply committed to your pleasure. Kendra has been with us for almost like two years, almost. Maybe even more. Like three. I know. <laughs> wow. Three years. Three years. Yeah. So this is a very special group of, of women who are, who are, are here on here today, deeply committed to having a great life. Lindsay and I were on a meeting earlier today and we were just talking about the distinction between having a good life and having a great life. And like a lot of us have a good life. It's a good life. Super comfortable here. I'm like really, con- it's really comfortable, convenient. Like I, I understand this. I, I know how to control this. But having a great life requires you to op- step into the unknown, to be uncomfortable, to be uncomfortable in the journey, just the journey, no destination. And like we ask ourselves and this community, like how good are you willing to have it? You know, when they're, when you're present to dissatisfaction in a certain area of life, this is a group of high performing people. So pretty much almost every area of life is solid. Yeah. But maybe there's like one area that we just kind of put on the back burner. We're like, everything's good except that one area. And applying this to that convert to that area of life. So how good are we willing to have it? That one area that's not working. Are we cool just like letting it be there, letting it be incomplete, letting just tolerating it? Because that's the recipe for a good life. If you want to have a great life, if we want to have a great life. Well, and something I'd love to add that that Courtney put into the conversation, right, is this ability to be fully transparent about the uncomfortable areas of our life, right? Like incontinence. If you're not telling your doctor, do you have a community or somebody that is supporting you? right? Like where are the little tells in our life and the little areas that we're not being fully transparent and out there actively seeking the support rather than just staying by yourself and being embarrassed about something or angry about something or whatever it brings up for you. You know, I think that it really takes courage to go after the areas like that. And so it's people like Courtney who are providing that space for, I think, an uncomfortable conversation for a lot of people. And it's the uncomfortable conversations that are the bridgeway from a good to a great life as well. You're so right too. And I've had so many women. I remember um, a woman I worked with who had moved here from Russia. And when you talk about sex, she was so embarrassed. Like, oh my gosh, you know, but she was doing the pelvic floor with me. And it was so amazing to see her transformation about things she was uncomfortable with. And I feel like you're so right about tackling what you're uncomfortable with, whether it's the physical or something else. When you address what you feel like is hard or embarrassing, you realize you weren't alone in feeling like that. And there's so much support out there. You know, you don't need to be embarrassed because whatever anyone is going through, whether it's a pelvic floor issue, financial issues, marital, children, friends, work, whatever it is, there are so many people out there going through the same thing or have been. Like you are never alone. It's just like you might feel alone, but you're really not, you know, and just 
like you said, doing the uncomfortable and, and stepping, okay, I don't want to live this way. What can I do about my circumstance? Because we right. all have the power to do it. It's just, am I going to do it or I'm going to be a victim and just live and wallow in this? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to dig and have the courage? We've all got that one area. You're like, well, it could be better, but are you willing to settle? And I would assert the people in this zoom call are not willing to settle. That's why they're here. Right. We say satisfaction guaranteed. What if we actually had satisfaction in every area of our life? Well, and I'd love to talk about kegels real quick. I said, I'd come back to them because we're on the pleasure positive podcast and it's all about pleasure. Right. So when we're talking about sex and orgasms, um, you know, when women have orgasms, it's rhythmic contractions of the pelvic floor. So if you think of that, like, you know, strength and relaxing, right? So the stronger your pelvic floor is and the more ability it has to relax, the stronger they're going to be. If we're doing kegels and just tight, 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 the pelvic floor could already be too tight or we might be making it too tight. So now it's not able to relax. So the orgasms aren't as strong or there at all because we're not able to relax to have the rhythmic contractions. And so that's where the pelvic floor for orgasms really just helps. Plus it helps open up the nerve pathways fascially as well. So you get sensation, but it helps make orgasms so much stronger. And the ability to have them is like so many women think they can't have them internally, but most women can, and most women can have multiple ones. They just don't, they're out of tune with the pelvic floor. It might not be functioning right. And they don't know how to get there. But once you learn, like I, it's awesome to see people who the friend, like, oh my gosh, I tried what you told me on my husband. And whoa, he was like, can we do that again, please? So if there's any reason to do pelvic floor health, you know, the very least what I'm getting is um, the ability to have better orgasms you've ever, than you've ever had. <laughs> Shane, I'm, I'm hearing chain orgasms, like multiple orgasms. Oh Yeah. Well, as with Sugar said, that is the best position. Actually, I have an article I wrote on best position for them. But those, like the moves we did at the beginning, and that's where too, you do them with the workout, you really start mastering them. So it doesn't feel like, what am I doing? It just feels very flowy. And workout to me is also like, we're in a state of flow, right? You watch like a great basketball player or athlete. They're not tensing up anything. They're, they're, they're in a state of flow and everything is turning on exactly how much it's supposed to, when it's supposed to, and everything is relaxing when it's supposed to. And it's really how our bodies are meant to move. So the more you do like the pelvic floor exercises that really help, it just turns on. You don't tighten the pelvic floor. It's going to turn on when it's supposed to. And the more you tap into that and strengthen that ability, that's where you get in that flow. And that's when you get on top, like Sugar's talking about, and you just go because you're just in this flow. Everything's working great. And they just can come and come and come. And I mean, for some people, we can have, you can have as many as you want. So I have a question. I want to get tactile about this. I'm just a very visual person. Um, and, and I would love everyone, maybe everyone could try something at home tonight or, you know, at some point this week. <laughs> um, could we, is there a pelvic floor for penetration exercise that we could spontaneously whip out? I know we didn't talk about this beforehand. Please forgive me in advance. But is there something that we could try, you know, in the bedroom for enjoyment? For enjoyment and then, you know, come back and share about our experiences. Well, I would do exactly what we're talking about. I would get on top 
Let's all imagine this. Everyone close your eyes. It's a guided immersion <laughs> meditation. I will totally walk you through exactly what my article says. You're going to get on top. You're going to face your partner or face away. You can be, you know, have your knees on the bed or chair, wherever you are on the ground. Or you could be up on your feet. Just kind of depends on fitness level if you need to hold on to something, right? So you're going to relax the pelvic floor. Actually, we're not tightening like so many of us think. You're going to relax. So you have a lot of penetration. You're able to get very deep. And then you can start doing those front to back pelvic tilts or those circles we did and see what feels most pleasurable for you. Don't worry about your partner. This is about you right now. Okay. And you're just going to like, okay, what am, what feels good to me? What is like hitting the right spots? And you're going to find a rhythm that's going to work for you. And if your partner tries to say, go faster, go slower, just stop. This is for me. Okay. You're going to go like for you right now. Cause it's really important. I feel like with this to learn like your speed, some people can go really fast and some can go slow, but it's bright sugars laughing, but it is. I looked up. Oh, sorry. I have a question. So first of all, I usually only come through clitoral act orgasms, you're actually talking about cervical orgasms. Oh yeah. Which I've never really experienced, but I will say when I'm on top, sometimes what feels good to me is more of like a rocking motion. And sometimes that makes the guy lose his heart on. It doesn't when you really know how to do like (laughs) You're like really, when they're seeing too, how much fun you're having. Okay. I was like you too, until I started doing a lot of pelvic floor work. And then I was like, I didn't even know I could have these. And then I was like, wait, how many did I have? Like, I could just keep going and going. I had no clue. Um, so I think some of it is just really restoring the proper tone and strengthen the pelvic floor is a lot of it. Um, and then, like I said too, it helps the nerve pathways open up. Sometimes we'll have like adhesions and some of the nerve, we're not having full sensation down there being comfortable. And then yeah, not the, the, a lot of guys like up and down, right. That's not typically what gets women off. I mean, some it does, but it's more like that tilting. You said that front to back and try circles too. Um, and the more you do them on the ball, I swear it gets so like just fluid and you're like in flow. Cause it can feel weird if you're not used to doing those where it feels like work, but when you're really used to doing them on a ball, you can just do them all day. And so I think just telling your partner, hey, I'm going to try some new stuff. Just go with that. Like, let me let me take control tonight and let me figure this out. Because not all women are able to have them internally, but most actually are. They just don't know how to tap into it. Um, and then most women are. Like, you might be able to have one tonight. Maybe you need to do some pelvic floor work, though, you know, and get like, more sensation down there and restore like more tone. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean that it's like overstretch, right? And like low tone, there's like an appropriate tone. That makes sense. Like a muscle definition, like there's a certain muscle definition that allows for maximum cervical pleasure. Yeah. I mean, think yeah. of hamstrings, right? Like a tight hamstring is just dysfunctional right? That's all it is. It's just, it doesn't mean it's strong. And also tight with the pelvic floor, everybody means weak. Tight is weak. So you're not, oh, I have this awesome strength. You're just weak and it's completely dysfunctional and you will be falling apart further. I mean, that's just kind of how it works. You're probably going to have other issues. So yeah, you just want that right 
tone where it's able to have the strength, either direction, the ability to relax. You can have that pleasure and the climaxing you want. But then also that is with, you know, constipation too. A lot of people who are constipated are actually not able to relax, you know, so they, they strain and it's spasming and they're not able to relax. Um, so it's, it's just as important to be able to like relax the pelvic floor because instead of like tight and in women, we carry a lot of stress in the pelvic floor, right? So we see a scary movie or having a stressful day, a lot of just clench the pelvic floor without realizing it. So a lot of women carry just too much tension in the pelvic floor. So you still might be able to have them. I'm very hopeful for you, girl. I oh, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a good college try. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know, try it tonight if you're able yeah. to, and then you might, I'd love to hear, I want to report. And then if you're not like, let's, let's start doing the pelvic floor stuff, right? Like, let's see, like how soon are we able to get those? I'm ready you know? for my pussy to have like a four pack, like, or like a six pack. I'm ready. Yeah. And they feel you so much more too, because some guys think, oh, they want tight, but like, it's not moving with them. So if you think like when you have an orgasm with penetration, if it's just tight, it's just tight. It's not very strong for them, but if it's really strong and it's like contracting and relaxing and has a lot of strength, both directions, they feel you so much more too. So it's actually so much more pleasurable for them as well. They're like, whoa, that's crazy. I haven't felt that before. And there's actually an opportunity for us as a community to do, Courtney's giving us one month free to her app. And there's actually a pelvic floor challenge that's launching in September. And like, if you can't get started in September, it's okay. Like you can join the challenge anytime, but like, there's a real opportunity here, especially with all you VIP members who know each other. (laughs) Although I guess, you know, all of our listeners out there, you could go on Instagram and connect with each other and and team up. (laughs) Um, If you're in our programs, you get a pleasure partner. Yeah. Yeah. There's an opportunity to really get to do this with community. Um, And I'd love for you to just share a little bit about little bit about the app. I know we talked about the app, but also about this challenge and how we yeah. can all be a part of this. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So the app is just iCore Method. It's on Google and Apple. And we have month, you can do programs monthly or annual, and they range monthly from $9.99 to $14.99. And $14.99 gives you access to all the programs. And then we add new content every month. So whether that's a new resource or a new video, and they're going to be expanding. And I know a lot of like full body things that also work the pelvic floor and the foot. So there's going to be a lot of fun things coming in that pipeline. Um, And those are up on the app. There's like paleo meal plans, anti-inflammatory, intuitive eating, all these great resources. I wrote a 72 page ebook and there's like climaxing, um, sex, vaginal dryness, just everything about the pelvic floor. It's awesome. Uh, So that's like the app and the programs. And then September 1st, I launched a 90-day pelvic floor challenge with Ashley Black. I don't know if you... I know, Sugar, I know you know who she is. We've been talking about her. She has Fascia Blaster. I met her a few years ago. I've been into fascia for over 15 years. So way before I knew who she was. I've had a lot of manual fascia work. Fascia is our soft connective tissue and it's all throughout the pelvic floor. It attaches our muscles to the bones. It's like imperative that that is healthy too. So when we talk about tightness, we think of muscles. Well, some of its muscles is actually the fascia encasing the muscle fibers and the fascia is really tight. 
or has dysfunction. So Ashley's fascia blasters I use on myself, the kids, I've been using them for years and I absolutely love them. They are awesome. It's just slow, brisk, go slow. We're unraveling fascia layer by layer, but she and I have teamed up and it's a 90 day pelvic floor challenge in it. We have weekly lives. There's all these great things that Ashley and I are going over every week. There's a new topic. There's posts every day, a private Facebook group. We have giveaways. The live is weekly live is in there. Um, Every week there's workouts, there's fascia blasting tutorials, Uh, It's just, it's awesome and it's going to be so much fun. And I'm excited. And so is Ashley because I know how women worldwide have had like amazing results with my program, even when nothing else has worked. And I know people have had the same with Ashley's tools and I've had tremendous results. So the marriage of the two to really tackle the pelvic floor from a fascial and muscular standpoint is awesome. And I've never, there's, I have never seen anyone do that before. And so I'm just so excited for women to just experience like a complete restoration of the pelvic floor. And it's going to be fun. And you get two experts and sugar. I know you're going to join me on, we talked about it on one of the lives um, as well. And so it's just going to be fun. You know, we're going to have guests sometimes and learn all about the pelvic floor and connect and be accountable. And it's just, It's an amazing thing and I'm so excited for it. I'm going to do the challenge with everyone. I'll be doing the exercises, the fascia blasting. Um, So it's like going to be unreal. So everybody should join us if you can. And you can join late, like Sugar said. We'll start September 1st. You can join September 15th, October 1st, anytime you want. Well, I'm in because I'm getting married at the end of October and I want my my honeymoon and my wedding night to be on point. So... We want it multi-orgasmic. Yes, I want a multi-orgasmic honeymoon. That will be your goal, right? Yes. Hell yeah, that's very enrolling. That is like, I think it'll be so achievable for you. (laughs) And I know Sugar is joining us too for that. So yeah, if anyone wants to join us, it's awesome. And then the Pleasure Positive Podcast is giving anyone and everyone a month free on the app. Um, So they can tell you all about that as well. Yes, I was just about to share the link with you all. And uh, for our VIP members here live with us, the link is in the chat for you. For everyone listening, the link is pleasurepositiveliving.com forward slash pelvic floor. So that's our website, pleasurepositiveliving.com forward slash pelvic floor. And when you go there, you'll just see our code is pleasure for you to pop in to get your one month free. Thank you, Courtney, for that gift. Truly, the launch of your app. Thank you for gifting our community that one month free. And then in there, you're going to be posting, there will be a flyer for the official um, information for how to join the challenge starting in September. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's the links on the webpage for challenge. So definitely get that month free. Um, and then you'll just click challenge on the website and you can enroll in a challenge right there. Um, we'll add you in the Facebook group. It's it's going to be so fun. You guys are going to, you girls are going to be there. I mean, it's going to be so fun. Yeah, it's going to be rad. Yeah. Oh. We'll have this to like, just, talk this... about our changes and everyone's going to have like a, not just a pelvic floor transformation, but truly like it, people will see how it changes everything, you know? And I'm excited for that. Yeah. And just to like extra clarify this in case it wasn't super obvious, Courtney is our new pelvic floor sister goddess activist that we've partnered up with. 
all things pelvic floor health, we really want to direct you to Courtney and Courtney's resources. We've personally tried them. We personally love her and know her family referral. I mean, it has just been a, a, a sister partnership for years in the making now. I know. Thank we really want to, you know, direct you all to her as your resource and guide in this pelvic floor conversation. And we will be alongside you. We are taking this on in our lives. Pelvic floor as a is going to be a big theme for us this year. So I'm well, so and we're excited, so excited to, to partner with you guys. And we have so much fun stuff in store that we've been talking about. Yes. So yeah, and you can follow us on iCore Method across all socials as well. Um, so yeah, there's just there's so much so much on there for you to educate yourself. And if you have questions, I will always respond. So you can DM me, you can email me. I'm always going to respond because I really want women to to feel knowledgeable. Or if you're doing the programs, you have exercises. I love questions if you have them because I want everyone to feel successful and have success. You're just the best. And so her her social media channels across all platforms is iCore Method. And I just want to spell that out for you all. It's I-C-O-R-E-M-E-T-H-O-D, iCore Method. And that's on Instagram, that's on Facebook, that's on all the social channels. Uh, Courtney's uh, Instagram content alone is super helpful. I, before she, I will tattle on myself, before she launched her app, I hadn't seen her for an in-person session in a couple of years, COVID. And I was getting by with my pelvic floor knowledge, just her Instagram feed alone. She gives so much valuable education away for free. I'm so happy you finally have an app because your page is just such a wealth of information alone. Thank you. Well, that blog too, I'm going to do at least two blog posts a month. Like I just had one, it was about a C-section scar yesterday in the C-section shelf. Like a lot of women have after a C-section, it's really lumpy or they get like a little fuba, you know, and they want to get rid of it and they don't know what it is. So it was all about that. But um, I write about sex. I write about bladder leakage. I've written about divorce sex with kids, sex after divorce. So I just, I really like to educate people and I like to learn always. Right. It was so amazing having you here today, Courtney, with us. Thank you so much. Oh no, thank you. I was so honored to be a part of this call and with your awesome private community. I mean, what a blessing for me. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for seeing us and and our mission. And it's it's beautiful to, to be to be in collaboration, collaboration with you officially. Uh, yeah. If any questions come up for you, for those of you, our VIP list community here with us today or our clitorati tuning in from around the world, if you have any questions that came up in this episode related to pelvic floor health, feel free to DM Courtney directly, iCore Method on Instagram. Sometimes when we're in these deep conversations, we don't have a question right in the moment, but then we go take a shower the next morning and we're like, oh my God, I have five questions. So, you know, this is, we're inclusive of everyone. And sometimes our timing isn't right in the moment. So if you feel more comfortable emailing us directly, we'll get the question over to Courtney and get that answered for you as well. So you're welcome to email us at pleasurepositiveliving at gmail.com. So true. And I've probably heard it before. People like, you've never heard this before. Trust me, I have. Like I told you, I have people who see me who like poop their pants when they walk up the stairs after a baby and they're like 30. So like nothing is taboo. It's just, it's, it is what it is. Nothing is taboo. When you can talk about shit at the end of, to close out an episode. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, it's such an embarrassing, like probably the most embarrassing like pelvic floor dysfunction symptom, but like there's millions of women in the U.S. who have it actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we really believe in, in talk, nothing is too taboo here. And you got to, you have to talk about it to, to grow, to learn, to heal and to connect. We have to talk about these things. Um, I'm so looking forward to more with you, Courtney. This is going to be an ongoing, you will catch us on Instagram live a lot with this amazing goddess. Um, and, and if you join us for the challenge, then you'll be part of a really much larger Facebook group community that we're partnering up with, with Courtney and Ashley Black. So, so excited to go on this journey with all of you. May the pelvic floor games begin. And, uh, with that clitorati, we're going to see you next Tuesday. We're going to, and as a community, we're going to dance out right now. <laughs>